Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Made and Paid show. Zach here. I'm back with Professor Drake. Thank you guys for tuning into our show always. Today, we've got a little bit of a shift in gear here. We're going to talk a little bit about family dynamics, parenting. It's an essential part of the cornerstone of American living. You know, a lot of times we've talked about fatherless homes. We've talked about broken homes, poverty, how it ties into our constitutional rights, street conservative and all that. And one thing I wanted to focus a little bit more today's episode is just more of a lifestyle type chime. You know, Professor Drag is a new father again. You got like five kids, but you now have a, a baby. So <laughs> you'll be able to shed some light on that. And in classic sense, one thing that we've always brought up implicitly that is the true reflection of your parents is parenting, right? Your kids got to be better than your parents and um, how parenting has such a big aspect as to how kids grow up. And uh, I wanted to dive a little bit more into that, but I'll start it off with this idea. We have a saying on this show constantly that if your daughter ends up on the pole, it means you screwed up. And I want to know the genesis of that idea because that's such a street thing to say, but it's so true. Like people wonder, why is my kid a porn star? Why is my kid a stripper? Like you would know about this aspect better than most people. So why is it that a lot of these young women end up doing these types of things. We, we can blame all we want, drugs, environment, and everything. I really think it comes down to parenting. Like if your dad disciplined you, you're not going to do that. No matter how old you're going to be, you're just not going to do certain things. Yeah, well, but this is the thing. It, it's, it's, you know, it's, and what you said, it's an absolute truth. But <laughs> when, when uh, but there's two types of fathers. I, I like just literally when you said that, uh, there's two types of ways to have fatherless homes. And I'm going to give you really good examples. One is, is like what I went through. Uh, you know, being a dad, I, I wasn't a, a father to my kids, my older kids. Uh, cause technically I have, uh, three adult children and you know, the new one. And then the fifth one's going to be on the way soon enough <laughs> no but it's true it's gonna be uh, on the way you can have so, more kids yeah yeah so how it works because i don't care what anybody says just because you're you know just because you're paying child support and visiting the kids every other weekend or you know however like some some dads you know single dads pay child support and they see their kids every weekend or maybe three days a week but that is still a fatherless home. Sure. Because, you, you know, the child knows that they don't have to listen to anybody or anything. They just don't. So when you grow up in a fatherless home like that, you know, your kids are going to grow up all messed up emotionally and all this other stuff because, you know, the structure's not there. And, you know, there is no, 
you know, as a dad, you got to set down the law, you know? So I, I, for just out of lack of a better term, we're going to call this fatherly law, you know, the laws of fatherhood and, Mm -hmm. you know, pretty much the dad, you know, it's like, you got to be the disciplinarian, you know, that the mom is not supposed to be the one spanking the kids and things like that for a lot of reasons. But the main reason why moms shouldn't be spanking kids Yep. Because they get emotional when they spank their kids. So if they're angry and you're spanking your kid out of anger, oh, that's a mistake. You know what I mean? So, you know, most dads, they don't get emotional like women do. They just don't. So they're not going to get, I mean, unless they're drunk. And like I used to call alcohol the devil's pee. So if you're on the devil's pee, of course you're going to be all angry and spanking, (laughs) beating your kids. You know what I mean? But that's because you're under that kind of influence. But for the most part, in generalities so everybody because i you know for the ladies listening this is not i'm not saying like you cannot spank a child without emotion but generally speaking when a woman gets mad she's gonna get angry and she's gonna spank out of anger most Mm -hmm. men they'll get a chuckle out of seeing their kids do bad things you know they're not gonna get mad but they know what's wrong so they gotta discipline the kids right you know what i mean so and that's you know it's just generalities. Is it a hundred percent? No, but 55% of the time men know how to spank under control. And that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything else like that. So when a father is not around and, and, you know, setting, you know, fatherly law based on his morals, based on his ethics or whatever, whatever he wants to push on those kids, the kids are always going to behave because that is, the conscience your little like angel or devil on your shoulder is your dad because your mom is the one like the mother she's the one that gives the affection and everything else and that dictates how you're going to be as a as a husband it's funny because it's also biblical like women are the caregivers and everything and i don't think disciplining them is the woman's job it's not in their best interest or in their nature to do so and here's the thing i don't know if you agree with this or not but when kids always talk about having an abusive mother, it's always because the mother over delivers. <laughs> no, but there was a movie called Mommy Dearest. <laughs> no, but that's what it was all about. Joan Crawford was totally the over deliverer. Um, uh, it's an old movie, but it's like the kids wrote this like expose on her Hollywood mom. Uh-huh how crazy she was and oh my goodness but anyway oh man but you know since you brought up the the thing uh so anyway when you don't have a a a a physical dad at your house Mm -hmm. those kids are gonna grow up and open to doing just about anything so like growing up on the streets uh you i think you read nightmaring you know i literally was seeking out with like you know girls my age because i was a teenager when i wrote nightmaring but that was what i did i sought out girls who had messed up you know childhoods and i ended up with that one girl whose dad was a heroin addict because uh-huh. you know but he was a functional heroin addict he was making a hundred something thousand a year in the early 80s so you know he had money you know but but he was so high he had no idea because his wife was some prostitute Right. You know what I mean? And she only married him to get into the country. And as soon as she got here, she split. So 
you know, that, that father was all messed up. So he wasn't given any laws or anything else. So I knew I could take advantage of all those girls living there, you know, his daughters. Right. Uh, and it was funny because, well, it's not funny, but. Uh, <laughs> You're like, well, it's not funny. you know. <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, funny, peculiar. The younger daughter who was still in junior high has some like 30 year old boyfriend. You know what I mean? It was crazy. Yeah. So that's another thing I want to talk about is that I know I'm jumping ahead here, but what you just said just kind of gave me the stop because we always have this question of it. It's not just a biological maturity thing, but it's like when you see, like, I, I hate to say it, but I have known women who are like, oh, oh yeah, I was 15 and I dated a 30 year old. Like that also, it's not just because, oh, girls mature at that age or whatnot. That's also because you didn't have a daddy. That, that, yeah. that, that's a real thing. It's a real response. Because some people think, well, yeah, we see 18-year-olds dating 40-year-olds all the time. That's normal. Yeah, that's normal. But it's also, you know, because well, abandonment no, issues and stuff. You know, uh, what's his name? The famous aviator. The guy who, in, like, not invented, but he was uh, the dude. Be oh, my God. What's his name? There was even a movie based on this guy. Uh uh, but he was um, a very famous, like, guy, like an aviator. That's the name of the movie. Leonardo DiCaprio played him. Uh, but that guy, the guy he played, yeah. his girlfriend was, like, 14 years old. And that was celebrated at that time. Like, uh, Cary Grant had a very young, you know, girlfriend, like, 13, 14 years old. And, and that was just... You know, it's just a weird thing, but that used to be culturally acceptable in the old days. You're talking about Howard Hughes? Yeah, Howard Hughes. Yeah. yeah that's the one. His girlfriend was, was a teenager, a young teenager. And he took her to Hollywood uh, red carpet events and like, oh, look at this young starlet or whatever they used to call him back in the old days. But just a kid, you know, like that's how it used to be in the old days, you know, 14, 15. So... Uh, but but then at that time, the expectations of women were a lot lower. So women basically were only supposed to be brides, bear children, raise the kids, and that was it. So it was like just playing with dolls. That's. Right. Um, but now things are so much different. Um, so like, you know, I understand that aspect of, you know, um, I don't want to say like, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. Cause it's just, cause somebody even tells like, well, would you want your kid dating an old ass dude? It's like, well, no, of course not. Because I want more for my, my daughters. You know what I mean? Like I want my daughters to be, you know, more, you know, like if they could be a doctor, go ahead and be a doctor. You, right. you know, if they could do this and that, because like my one kid, Jesus, like all my kids are geniuses. Uh, <laughs> Which is kind of crazy, you know what I mean? Especially when you think of what's... But see, but here's my point, like, because I want to talk about that too. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, just because you're a genius don't mean you're so smart. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's true. So, it's very true. And that's... But see, because there's two types of fatherhoods. Uh -huh. One, like, the you know, having God as your father. You need God the Father in your house. You really do. Because, because we were talking about... Cause, but before we talk about God the Father... Because this is because this is for like because there's two points of like parenting street kids. Because when you come from a broken home, 
you know, the street kids, they need a physical father in that house. Yeah. Right. So if you don't have a physical father in your house, the odds of you becoming a stripper are really, really strong. So yeah, but go, but go ahead. But, but it's not just about like that, that aspect of going out on your own and becoming a stripper or whatnot, even though it may seem like you're being feminine and being a woman, you're actually trying to be what you think is going to impress your father which is like trying to be a man. So it's kind of like this weird convoluted version of femininity that's perverted. If you think wow. about it, that's really, that, that's how it, I feel like that's how it happens, right? It's for the attention. Well, no, but, I sound ignorant. I sound ignorant, no, 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 but you no, can explain you it. sound ignorant, but, but this is the truth. Most strippers are looking for father figures because pimps are called daddies. <laughs> But it's the truth. Like you're, you, know, you would know. Daddy, yeah. Hey, daddy. Hey, daddy. I got your money, daddy. You know what I mean? Like, like seriously, <laughs> it's, it's really twisted when you don't have a physical dad, right? When you don't have a physical dad, it's really twisted. So that's the whole thing about sugar daddy mentality. Ah. Because the women never got taken care of. You know what I mean? They just weren't. So when they see a rich dude or whatever, that's why they fall for rich dudes because they want to be taken care of. And that's the thing. It's like, uh, you know, you want to have a secure home. You want to feel that safety that a real father provides. Mm -hmm. Your physical father will provide security. They'll provide, you know, your food, your shelter. You know, they take you shopping. You know, like you go to Target, Kmart, or no, Kmart's out of business, but you know, whatever stores are around. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, you go buy your clothes out there. And, uh, but that's the whole sugar daddy mentality. The sugar daddy does that for these hot broads who don't want to work and take care of themselves because that's just what it's like. And uh, so, you know, people take advantage of that when the dad isn't there physically there. And you have to be there every single day. You just can't be there. Dude, the dude. And, and talking about sugar babies, sugar daddy, sugar babies, dude, that, okay, so the, the lines are more blurred because, you know, when people say, oh, well, you're a prostitute, right? That's very obviously shameful and they're not proud of it. But dude, if you go on the internet and you see some of these women have incredible lifestyles funded by men, I don't know how much of that you caught because I froze, I think. But did you hear about what I said about sugar yeah, daddies? Yeah, that's all right. Okay, but what I said was some of these women, right? Like we're talking like they, they seem like classy women, average women, have these incredible lifestyles that they've fostered and it's funded by men, sugar daddies. But yep. so what I'm trying to say is this is actually related to progressive culture. We've blurred the lines. Like Amber Rose is a proponent of it's okay to be a slut. Like she owns that label. She went on Jesse Lee Peterson and was like, oh yeah, I'm a slut. What does that make you? Oh, yeah, and it's funny because Jesse Lee Peterson will just say, well, I'm a slut maker. That's what I do, right? So <laughs> this guy, you know, it's Jesse Lee Peterson. But what I'm trying to say is... Is that what I, he said? He said he's a slut maker. Yeah, it was a joke. It was supposed to be funny. But oh. uh, what I'm trying to say is that line has been blurred now. Like, I think that, yeah, you're still going to find pimps and prostitutes and all that. But dude, like sugar babies, there's a lot of them out there. And they're just like average girls, all of them. It's just that there's not that, you know, aspect of like, I own you as your pimp or whatever, you know? Well, see, but, but, but this, that's the segue to not having 
like spiritual guidance in your life because this is what my kids struggled with and i see that now you know like as an adult <laughs> no, but you, you see those mistakes like the mistakes you make so one okay so there is this show called gfe girlfriend experience the only only the first season is is, is makes any sense all the other seasons are like there's two seasons of it and yeah i couldn't watch the second season because it was it was just they were just using sex as a way to shock people or whatever to be edgy but it was it was just trash uh -huh. so anyway so girlfriend experience is about an attorney who decides to you know become a pro a, a, a prostitute versus becoming an attorney because and it takes all season so the spoil alert she be, she chooses to become a, a call girl because uh, it's just more money than mm -hmm. and you don't have as much um debt as you would just being a regular attorney working your way up and because like her sister was okay so she comes from a good family she was going to yale you know yale law school and um the sister is already the the DA of some county that they live in. So everybody was expecting her to become an attorney, just like, you know, like the rest of the family. But the thing about this story is these people were not like, they weren't Christians. They didn't have any Christian fundamentals. So her whole argument or her whole, you know, I don't want to say her, you know, existence, but she had a moral struggle and her moral struggle wasn't like, Oh, you know, I'm poor or anything else like that. Her whole thing was, should I work hard and grind it out or make easy money having sex? Because she was getting, because she's smart and because she's pretty and very well educated. She, you know, some pimp founder, like some lady, and they go, look, man, I can get you a lot of clients who'll pay you like 3,000 bucks. Well, see, that's, that's the thing. And you bring up an interesting point because not that I, is the counselor yelling? No, 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 no. That's, no, that's, that's, that's the baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, what I was saying was, this is an interesting thing here because we'll, we'll actually answer this question for me before I proceed. Do you think that any woman who does like camming or whoring? Or anything like that like do you i mean biblically it's wrong but what do you see in that do you have any kind of like aversion to that you think that's a bit because i know you use yeah, of course it's no all of that is wrong all pornography is wrong okay 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 so that answers my first question here the second thing i wanted to hit you with was a lot of women you know we what what our mainstream has twisted our minds into thinking is well my body my choice Jeez. now my body my choice is something that for a lot of our listeners who are listening, that comes out of the pro-choice movement. That comes out of the abortion movement. Yeah. But here's the thing that I want to draw between culture and what we're talking about here is my body, my choice. Let's think about that for a second, right? If you're in a position where you can be more promiscuous and you can have a lot of babies, you don't have to suffer the old-fashioned consequences of having Shit, to bear... Froze. Oh, Wait, man. You froze. Gonna... You, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last thing you said was the more promiscuous. The more promiscuous you are, what I'm trying to say is that whole aspect of abortion, my body, my choice, is linked to this because 
it absolves you of any responsibility of bearing children, even though you're more promiscuous, right? So therefore, when you have people who advocate for more abortion rights, you're all, there are going to be the same people who also tell women to sleep around more and be more like prostitutes. And even though they won't, that's why they always condone that behavior of, well, she's a, a strong, independent woman. She can do whatever she wants. And even if she's smart, she might as well do it while she's young as opposed to doing it later when, you know, you're old and all that crap. Because here's the thing, and I'm going to be honest here. I'm going to confess something. You've probably seen those videos where the, the woman's being interviewed for a porno or whatever. And sometimes the reason is, well, I like sex. Why not getting paid doing it? Or, well, I like sex and I'm still young. Why not do it? Yeah, no, but that's... Isn't that crazy? Like, does, does that not, like, why isn't anybody seeing this? Like, it's all connected. <laughs> no, but see, but here's the thing about promiscuity. Promiscuity. Okay, so, so here's the thing. Let's go back to that, that show, uh, Girlfriend Experience. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so in Girlfriend Experience, the whole moral, ethical conundrum that she's experiencing would be, should she work hard, use her mind, or should she use her body? Right. And the logical, and, and you got to think about logic. It's logical to work easy because even, you know, like uh, we even say things like this. Don't work hard, work smart. We, we say things like this. And Don't that's twisted because she's thinking she's making a smart decision by using her body to make money. No, but in, in basic logic, she is. Because if you're working easy, you are working smart. So if people like us, you know, I, I'm just like a newbie at Christianity. But, you know, for those people who are like really strong in Christianity, when they say things like that, they are misguided in saying that. I guarantee you this because my kids all went through the same thing because, you know, I was an atheist for so long, uh, you know, and, and it's not their fault. It's my fault because I didn't give them any spiritual guidance, right? So they have no idea because they don't know anything about ethics or morals. They just, I mean, they do, but the basics, like, because every human has, like, don't kill, don't fight. Like, none of my kids were violent. That was just me because I didn't have parents, but they all came to this, you know, same conclusion mm -hmm. that all progressives want you to have. And that is you are your own God. As long as you're decent, you are your own God. So you make up your own choices based on what is smart and right for you. Right. And when you do that, you ignore the first, uh, first amendment. You, you ignore the first, commandment which is to love god mm -hmm. and then when you love god you love yourself so if you can't love god you cannot love yourself so they are teaching you through sex not to love yourself <laughs> think about that <laughs> but that's the whole purpose of having no like because you gotta have two fathers one you gotta have the real father like me the biological dad but then you need the spiritual father because there's, God damn, I know it. There's no way in heaven I can give spiritual guidance to people. You know what I mean? I need a, an instruction manual. No, but you don't. Okay, so I want to also clear something up here. Uh-huh. Mm. One thing I want to add is, 
when you said spiritual father, you cannot refer to anyone other than your biological dad as father, as in that father figure. You know how the Catholics have kind of perverted this a little bit because they refer to their priest. I don't know, father? See, I don't know enough about stuff like that. That's why I wish I knew, but I don't. Well, but I trust you. What, what about the Catholics now? Other than, you know, I guess here's the thing. <laughs> there's a, there's a natural pattern here. You know how we were talking in the beginning of this episode that the father is there to discipline the kids, administer yeah. punishment, rebuke. Now here's the deal. We go to priests in the, in the Catholic faith. I'm not Catholic. And I think that this is wrong, but you go to priests and you confess to them, you call them father and they have all the power to absolve you of sin and forgive you except they don't really punish you right now here's where it's messed up we have twisted that and in a weird way we have given men control over us over yeah. our redeeming qualities and it's the same thing with the dynamic between like a daughter and her father like when she screws up I don't know why we're talking about daughters mainly here, but it, it, it's... Because I it, got a daughter right it, now. Yeah, well, because it's all related. And there is a verse in the Bible that says that you are to refer to no man as your father, except your heavenly father. Yeah, and you need one. That's, yeah. that's That was my point. You need... And the thing is, why do you need God? Because... Every, I mean, especially me, Jesus, I was very, very much into women and, and having, you know, just crazy, crazy sex and using sex for all the wrong reasons. And the thing is that TV show, Girlfriend Experience, is exactly all of the reasons why you need a spiritual dad like you got to study the bible you got to have parents who are you know into the bible and i'm not saying like you know muslim dads or whatever are going to be bad dads or whatever but you know but i prefer the christian way only because you know it's the only way to treat all people like you know because if you are some sort of you know dirty prostitute or whatever you're not going to get stoned to death. You know what I mean? Like, cause everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. If you're a Muslim. You make a mistake, man. Good luck trying to, you know, they might kill you before, <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, and then, you know, with the Jewish faith, you know, I guess they forgive, but you know, but there are a lot of, you know, you hate to say things like this, but a lot of educated Jewish people will make that choice to become prostitutes. Because, you know, just by chance, like that was a Jewish family, like those girls. And, uh, but the thing is, because a lot of Jewish people are super smart. They go to school, they're very well educated. And it's logical to really be a prostitute. Why? Because we are taught to work easy, to not work easy, work smart, don't work hard, don't work hard, don't work hard, work smart, work easy. So come on. If it's just a job, uh -huh. just to sleep with somebody, and you're not sleeping with a lot of people, that's what they always make it sound like. Because if men could do it, then women can do it too. So it's not that bad. It's not this. It's not that. And they're always comparing women to, like, they really want women to act like men. 
And the thing is, the reason why they want that is because they want to destroy a woman's, you know, ability to even make children. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it kind of, oh man, it all, okay, keep going. But think about this though. If a woman gets HPV, she can die from cancer, but not just that, but it can mess with her reproductive organs and she could become, you know, uh, I don't want to say barren, but, you know, (laughs) it would be very difficult for her to have children with HPV. And, uh, but people only focus on the cancer part. Oh, you can get cancer in the future. Yeah, but you, you could also uh, impact the way how you have children. So, but guess what? When a man gets HPV, it ain't so bad. I know. It, it's, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, when a man gets HPV, it ain't so bad. You know what I mean? It ain't going to hurt him as much as it hurt a woman. You know, he could still get cancer, like, in his throat, like Gene isn't Simmons. That, yeah, so what happened? Didn't that happen with a famous couple, Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones? God, I don't know, but, but, but that would have been funny. Maybe that's why they're getting divorced. But, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. No, but I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who was Yeah, she- wait, hold on. Let me find it, because I just want to make sure. Uh, yeah, I think it was something... Uh, so they're they were getting divorced, right? Um, uh-huh. Because I think she had contracted HPV or something. Let me just see real quick. It's not it's not a funny thing, but it's like <laughs> it's not nice to laugh at other people's misfortunes, <laughs> but it's hard not to. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my so, no, he he got HPV from oral sex and got throat cancer as a result. Yeah, but who gave it to him? It's got to be his wife. Yeah, so she was probably fucking around. Oh, dear. No, but it's true. I mean, it's just how it works. When you fuck around, you get diseases. But that's the truth, and people don't get it. Yeah. And, uh, oh, my God. No, but see, but that, (laughs) you feel bad for the old dude, but, you know, who was he fooling? You know what I mean? It's like that broad was way too young for him. And she was famous too on top of that. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so so going back to this, uh, I always want to say Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which is a, another like show. But, but this whole notion about how easy it is to just, you know, because like, What's the purpose of grinding so hard? Seriously, why do we have to work so hard? And that's a legitimate question that every like cuz my you know all my kids ask the same thing. Uh-huh. Like I don't why do we have to work so hard, you know, to study and all this other stuff and whatnot? You know, why do we got to do that? You know, like why can't, you know, why can't I just go on welfare? Why can't I just do this or do that? Like, seriously, like, why can't I? Everybody else is, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Why do I got to do it? And technically there is no logical answer for this except through a biblical answer. That's the only, an- like, cause that's the only logic comes from the Bible. It doesn't come from like, thinking like Darwin or think because like, you know, in Darwin, 
the smart people are the dudes on, on welfare. Seriously, able-bodied people on welfare are the smartest people in our society. Why? Because they're working smart. They do the bare, bare minimum to get what they need. Right. They have to contribute to society. And guess what? They're not being persecuted. They're not going to jail. They're going to church. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and there is nothing wrong with collecting welfare, being a, a good progressive. There isn't. And, but see, but spiritually, that is wrong. And, it's, and, and that's actually true in all three religions. I, don't, I mean, Buddhism, maybe not so much, but most religions, they have this thing about working hard. You know, with except like that, uh, the, the first Prince Ardatha, he, he was like, because he was born into royalty and, and that's why his conclusions are so far off. But see now, because I don't have the, uh, the spiritual background or like the guidance that I should have had, I mean, well, I, I, I probably did have it. I just ignored it. But anyway, so long story short, uh, because of that, I couldn't ever tell my kids the right thing to like, why? You know, why? Why are we doing all of these things and blah, 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 blah? Because, you know, technically we are working I mean, without knowing the Bible too well. I believe we are all working through our technology, through our finances and everything else. We are working towards a system. Well, it's not even a system. We are working towards a way to make this into heaven, earth into heaven. That's what we're working towards. Mm -hmm. We are working towards that. But, you know, because we're flawed, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, because we're flawed, it ain't going to happen during our lifetimes. It just won't. Right. And that's a reality. Um, but the thing is, I can never tell my kids because I didn't know. I didn't know. You know what I mean? How would I know? Because, uh, you know, I wasn't listening because I was too smart to listen. And, and that same thing happened to my kids. Every single one of my kids were logically, oh, man, like, because it, like, because my daughter that actually lived with me, the one that I raised, when she told me that, she figured it out when she was 12. And, uh, she goes, I don't understand why we have to work so hard and study all of this if all we're going to do is just die one day. What's the purpose of, of, of working? Like, she literally told me that. She goes, why do I got to study so much, learn all of these things, do so much stuff if all we're going to do is die? <laughs> and I said, well, because, you know, you want to leave a legacy <laughs> or you want to just have something for yourself, knowing that you're doing good for other people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But that wasn't enough. You know what I mean? Like she didn't care. She's like, uh, okay. And I'm like, look, I get it. I said, but you don't see it now, but you'll see it in the future. It's like, I do a lot of good for people and I feel good about myself for doing it. And, and, and it doesn't matter you know, that I'm going to die, but I have good memories. And that's what it's all about, having good memories. <laughs> you know what I mean? But can you see how somebody can get suicidal thinking like that? Sure, sure. So let's tie this back to the parenting aspect. How does this go back? But that's to the point. That's why you need parenting skills, like, but not just parenting skills from Planned Parenthood, because it leads to, even if you're smart, look at South Korea. South Korea has the highest rate of suicides throughout the world. 
Why? Because all of those kids, all they do, they're just a bunch of smart kids making stuff for no purpose. There is no love in their heart. There is no love in the work that they do. Remember what Schwarzenegger said in his thing. You got to love your work. If you don't love your work, then find something else to do. It doesn't matter what it is. But guess who loves their work? Dudes on welfare. They love their. They love not well, doing anything. They love That's yeah. their job. They, their job is to be a professional victim. But these, I mean, I know I'm not explaining it good because I'm not really that good at religion, but uh, or 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 just Christianity. I don't want to call it a religion. It's it's a real thing. Yeah, like Christianity isn't a religion. It's not. It's a real tangible thing that people don't seem to understand. Like they call it a religion, but it's not. It's a real, like, because if God is real, it's not religion. Religion is something man made up. I guarantee. Well, religion means you believe in something, right? But it's not a, it's not a. Yeah, but see, but I think the definition is literally wrong because water is real. Right. So water has a purpose. God has a purpose in our lives. Like, you know what I mean? But that's, that's why it's like, it's hard to explain. But if, if we look at things, because like, here's the problem. There's a lot of smart people. And I think this is what happened to the people at the Tower of Babel. They were too smart for their own good. They honestly believed they were gods. They did. Like, seriously, with all that technology that they were given, God just wiped them out. Because they're like, dude, you guys are missing the point. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? And I think that's what people are missing the point of religion. And that's why progressive ideology is a religion that people honestly believe in it's 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 man-made see god isn't man-made god is real jesus is real jesus actually lived we can prove this right so his for everything about jesus is real so it's not some kind of man-made thing it's a term that is probably not a well, good everybody term. everybody acknowledges that jesus is is real and jesus lived but not every ideology embraces that he was god in the flesh which is the difference yeah that is the only that's what makes christians different from because here's the thing jews know who jesus is the muslims know who jesus is you know yeah they just have different they just think oh he's a prophet or a teacher or a a, a, a somebody who tried to to uh I guess go against the Roman empire. You know, that's what they believe. It's no. Yeah. But even, even if they thought he was a teacher, even smart people would listen to a teacher who's right. (laughs) See, because that's why I'm telling you, Jesus is real. And for people to put it or disclassify it as a religion, Christian, it's not as it's because here's the thing about math. Math is all about absolute truth. So it's math. That's why we call it mathematics. Oh, no, a lot of math is theory. But, you know, geometry is based on proofs. It's absolute. Right. And that's the thing. We have to start looking at, you know, Christianity as an absolute truth. It's already been proven, and it can't be disproven because it's already been proven with facts and science. And in every single aspect, Nothing has ever been able to be, sh- and this is the thing, in all good science, you're always testing science to make sure, it, you know, it, the data still holds and, and, and then you add new variables and it's always true. One plus one is always going to equal two. 
no matter what variables you add, right. it's always that absolute. And that's the same thing with Christianity. The very, all the different variables you can add to Christianity will always make Christianity an absolute truth. And that's the problem with religion because we get stuck in our ways that we never tested to different variables because 2000 years ago, God had predicted all of this stuff happening, but man has yet to change the variables to account for this madness that we're seeing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we are at the point where this is really the tower of Babel all over again. Yes, I agree. Because look at the sexuality. We are all this technology and all we've done is managed to turn our women into, I don't want to say sluts, but just into some kind of like, because I don't care what any woman says. When you're a slut, all you are is just a toy for men because men are incapable of having emotions like women. It's just a biological, look, I'm not kidding you. There, and, and this is not to say to bring up sex or anything else like this, but this needs to be said. When a man orgasms, it is only for five seconds. That is it. Maybe 10 if they're lucky, but no more than five seconds on average. Men are incapable of feeling the type of emotions that women have when they have orgasms. It's just the truth. So it doesn't matter. If you're ever going to be with a man, it is just for carnal pleasure of the man. That is it. Because most men don't have sex with the mindset of, I'm going to have a baby. No, they go, I love my wife. My life is, my wife is sexy, so I'm going to get on top of her. That's what, how men think. It's just a reality. You know what I mean? Women, on the other hand, they want, they have it inside of them to want to have that desire to have children. See, now, when a baby is born, men have the desire to take care and provide. That's what men do. That is a biological fact. That is how we are made. And no, I, but see, but this needs to be said. Like, see, and I don't know if religion teaches this, but they should because they're the first ones to know this. When man, when man takes over how to teach about, you know, sexuality and biology, guess what they do? We've already done it. Oh, look, transgenderism, mm -hmm. you know, all of these, I don't know, like LGBTQ things. Yeah. It's a perversion. That's no, the point. Of course, of and, course. And, and the thing is, religion, and a lot of Christians are guilty of this, and, oh God, because I know one of your good, good friends is gay. But this is not a slight against him or anybody else who claims to be like Milo Yiannopoulos and all these gay Christian dudes. The thing is like this. They are all living a lie if they honestly believe that they were born to be gay. And, and, but, and that's the thing. It's like, and I said this before, we are all born biologically bisexual. Because that's just, you know, God knows, you know, because look, God yeah. might have, might not have control of the carnal mind, but he had enough sense to know, you know, you know, this and that. So we get to choose our sexuality. Yeah. And the same way you choose to do certain things. And, and the thing is, because I know a lot of guys don't feel mm -hmm. like they don't have a choice, but I'm telling them now they were programmed as a young, young boy to be effeminate. 
Right. And whether they were emasculated by other boys because they weren't that athletic. And, and you know what? I guarantee, because just growing up as a shithead, I know, like, we fucked over so many dudes that we turned them gay. And we even predicted it. Like, I don't know how this happened, but I remember, like, a good friend of mine, you know, and we were hard on him. You know, because this is what we did. I remember I told you, like, we used to throw fire because you know look when our neighborhood like a lot of the homes had holes in it <laughs> because we're broke so you know it's just how it goes you know they yeah. didn't have money to patch holes and shit like that so we would throw mm-hmm. like m80 fire well i guess it's dynamite but you know firecrackers those huge these come m80s and we light one and throw it into the holes and <laughs> into their houses and stuff like that and and we would torture people because we were shitheads as kids, you know? And, um, and that's not being an alpha. That's just being a dick. Yeah. Well, hold uh, that thought. Like I, I said, gotta, hold that thought. Yeah, do your thing. Well, so yeah, no, you were talking about, obviously, you know, this is all related to parenting and you said that you've messed up a couple of people, turned them gay cause you did dumb stuff. <sighs> well, but, but, but that was the thing, like, uh, going into the M eighties and things like that, we were bad kids and, uh, and we would, if you know, we would, you know, like it's emasculating when, when a group of dudes, you know, just bully you into doing just whatever. You know what I mean? Like we would make dudes do all kinds of crazy stuff. And they had no choice because they didn't want to get beat up. So, you know, so it's something bad happened to every gay person out there. There, there's just isn't, uh, you know, they weren't born that way. They just, and, and, and I know it feels because like in their mind, they feel like, Hey, no, 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 no. Because I've always been attracted to men or any, it's like, no, it's just, you went through a very traumatic experience where, you know, like on the streets, if you go tell your dad, your dad would say, you got to go fight them or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Go stick up for yourself. But the thing is, not everybody could fight. So, and I guarantee you, the, I, I wasn't a bully because I could beat everybody up. I was a bully because I didn't know any better. And it's just so happens that I, nobody could beat me up anyway. So, you know what I mean? And uh, it was just one of those weird things. It's, it's just being bullied could honestly lead to a lot of homosexual type of behavior. Like I remember I was staying at this one dude's house and, and uh, you know, and it was, you know, I hate to say this <laughs> because it sounds so stereotyping, but everybody was a wubba. You know what I mean? And, and, What's a wubba? What? Went back. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay. you know, it's just, uh, it's just a polite way of saying it, I guess. Uh, but anyway, so, um, uh, 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 long story short, you know what I mean? Like they would like wrestle with each other and then like, you know, pretend to be humping them once they flipped mm-hmm. them over. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just look, guys do things like that. It, it's just, uh, I'm not saying everywhere, every guy plays the same way, but it, it's just, uh, something's wrong with the people on the streets. And, um, I don't know if it's just more acceptable or anything like that, but the bottom line is these are all, taught behaviors and because these are taught behaviors there is nobody 
can say that, oh, there is no science book that literally says mm-hmm. there's a gene that makes you gay. There isn't. It is 100% environmental. God did not make a gay gene. That is why there is no genetic depth. I mean, I should have just said that outright. You know, just use instead of trying to explain behavioral uh, sciences or, or analyze people's behaviors, I should have just said straight up, there's no gay gene. Right. For decades, we've been looking for the gay gene that makes people gay. It's not. It's all environmental. It's all behavioral. And uh, and you can hear guys talk, you know, Joe Rogan. I don't care who. The most famous podcasters will all say, oh, yeah, but you know this kid was going to be gay. And I was like, yeah, because that kid was exposed to something that made him effeminate. Just like with tomboys. Why are tomboys tomboys? You know, fuck if I know. Well, what are your final thoughts on this? Because we do have to wrap it up here, especially when it comes down to the parenting thing. I think that whether we want to acknowledge it or not, all of the different ways your kids turn out, people can blame the school system and everything. But here's the thing. Kids aren't stupid. They take up after their parents. They really do. And depending yeah, on how parents you know, go about doing it, like if you are a, like a hardcore Baptist or Christian, you, know, what, you send your kid to a progressive school, yeah, there'll be influence here and there. But if you've instilled the seeds in them of discipline the right way, I think you'll be fine. You know what I mean? It's just how it works. <laughs> like, see, I think I'm, I'm more, I think, I, I will say this, I think I'm more conservative than my parents were, honestly. Like, my dad was a hippie in the 70s. This guy would smoke <laughs> pot, and, like, run around and stuff. <laughs> but see, but that's actually a good thing because you're supposed to be better than your parents. And, and that's the thing. It's like, I mean, because I, I hate to say things like this, but for some reason, Christianity is conservatism. It's just how it goes. And, the purest and, form of it because it's nature. It's God. It's nature. It's the belief in Christ. It is. It's truth and nature. And because uh, I don't, you know, like, and there's people that use that term Judeo-Christian and because like, there, and there's a lot of people I respect professionally. Like I respect Mark Levin professionally as an attorney, as a guy that he does because like there's, okay. Have you guys ever heard of the Freemasons? Like yes. the Masons? It's okay. a perversion but, of Christianity. Yeah, Exactly. So, but the the good thing about the Masons is that they take care of one another, but they only take care, they, but they only take care of one another. They don't take care of anybody outside of that group. So they have communities that if you want to buy a house, you know, they sell it to each other for dirt cheap. So like, you know, but you have to be a Mason. You got to live in the Mason community. And the good thing about the Masons is like when you die and you have, you know, children and the widow, they'll take care of the widow and their, you know, that's what they do. But the thing is, like you said, it is a perversion of Christianity. Right. Just like Mark Levin. Mark Levin is a very well-respected Jewish lawyer. Yeah, but, and radio host, but yeah. Yeah, and a radio host, and, and uh, I always forget that he's on the radio, but, uh, but he really is a good attorney. He really is. That dude is a good attorney. His, uh, he has this legal practice that does a lot of good work. Seriously, like he represented that one lady who was, uh, you know, 
oh, dude, they were screwing. They're so bad. But anyway, I don't want to talk about him. Um, well, we got to wrap it up. But what are your, some of your thoughts for, about well, that? See, but that's my point. See, a lot of people want to pervert Christianity and conservatism because they want to throw in that word Judeo. I, and that's oh, I don't I, I've stopped saying that. I've stopped saying that a while back. Like, I'm just done talking about it. They're, they're conflicting yeah. ideologies. But, yeah, but there's the a lot in common, but they're conflicting. But see, but that's a part of parenting. See, now, parenting, you cannot be a good parent in its truest form unless you have Jesus. Because you got to have a Christian belief to raise those kids. There Any it other is. beliefs, but it can't be a perverted, ver like it can't be religion. It has to be the absolute truth of what Jesus is saying. Because if any other version, you're going to have, you're going to raise your kids to be G the girlfriend experience type. You can have the smartest kids. You can go to the best schools, but pure logic will make them lazy. It's just how it works because they're going to look for easy money. You know, like, because uh, I'm telling you now, it's a part of human nature. If you are, have, are given two paths, we uh -huh. teach ourselves to take the path with the least resistance. But that's not the purest form of Christianity. The purest form of Christianity or the absolute truth is you have to love God and you got to love yourself. And loving yourself takes a lot of hard work. So you got to understand yourself in order to know what type of job you're going to have or what type of person you're going to be. You can't have, you know, your parent or somebody making you into somebody that you don't want to be. Because, you know, a lot of parents, they, you know, especially Asian parents, they make their kids become doctors and lawyers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But not everybody wants to be a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah. You know, what if you, you're that kid who wants to become a preacher or some kind of missionary dude. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, but that's the point. So sometimes, you know, because again, did you, oh, you got to honor thy parents. You could still honor your parents and still make them unhappy by choosing something that you love. Because the only person who knows what you love is God. He's the only one. Nobody else knows except for you and God. That's it. But only Jesus teaches. You know, Jesus is the only one that teaches that. There's nowhere in the Old Testament that says you got to love God and love yourself the same way you love God. Nowhere else but in the New Testament, I'm assuming. Because <laughs> I have yet to read it in the Old Testament. That's why Jews are always so confused. You know what I mean? Because those 10 laws that they follow isn't as simple and hard as that first commandment. That right. first commandment easily takes care of all the first 10. You would never do any of those first 10 if you love God and you love yourself the way you love God. I'm telling you now, that's the absolute truth. If you study behavioral, but that's why you need that. If you don't have that principle, that absolute truth of the first commandment, and you don't instill that into your kid, you're going to be a bad parent. It's just how it works. But Luckily for the children, they don't need a good parent to understand that first commandment. <laughs> but it's just how it works. It's just a harder life for those kids. Yeah. And it's a reality. And that's, you know, probably took more than an hour to say it, but you know what I mean? But yeah, uh, I could have said that in the beginning. Oh, we're done. <laughs> you yeah, know no, what I mean? Like, yeah, no, but, but, but that's how it works. That's how it works. Yeah, no, but we it, evaluate. It, but, yeah, well, not just that, but you have to have a lot of examples of how things are perverted and it seems normal and it's good to use my own kids 
because my kids are all geniuses. And it's just a weird thing. And they all came up to the same conclusion that there is no point in life because we're all going to die. You know what I mean? And that's the fundamental of Darwinism. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and I'm telling you, once you understand the first commandment, parenting is going to be easy as hell. Well, not easy as hell because hell ain't easy. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be easy as pie. Well, pie is kind of hard to make too. But it's, it'll just be easy. Whatever is easy for you, that's how easy life is when you understand the first commandment. Because the second one comes natural. The second commandment takes no work once you understand the first and you can apply the first. It's hard. See, the first one's hard to do because working on yourself seems selfish. Because a lot of people, oh, it's so selfish. You're always working on yourself. But you have to work on yourself. Right. How else? I mean, you, and this is taught in nursing. This is like you cannot care for other people unless you care for yourself. Because there's this... um. Oh, I, cause I, I guess, yeah, we got it. We should talk about this the next time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for tomorrow or whatever, but, uh, but you know, we could have talked about the molar report, but that shit's so irrelevant. You know, it really is. It yeah. literally is irrelevant. It's an irrelevant thing. It's an irrelevant topic. I guarantee nothing's going to happen, but learning about the first commandment, I swear to God, it's, it, 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 it makes everything easy. But the hard work is still working on yourself, loving yourself. That's always hard because I feel guilty for all this shit I've done in the past. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not crying about it, but I can't stop thinking about all those people I destroyed. (laughs) I'm like, fuck. You know what I mean? And there's nothing I can do to fix it. Like, literally, there's nothing you can do to fix your past. Yeah. Well, that's that's a, yeah, no, that's a good. But that's your hell. You know what I mean? Like you're living your own hell. That's why people turn to drinking and, and drugs and gay sex because it's an escape. You know what I mean? Like it's you an escape. You haven't developed the right, the right coping skills. And yeah, what's... but guess what? When you get warts down in your ass, you, know, you just create a new hell for yourself. <laughs> Escaping from hell, you dug another path. Man, I just got deeper into hell. You know what I mean? Cause not, but I'm telling you, it's one of the most intricate systems. Of, oh man, I'm telling you, yeah, we can go on and on and on and on. Sure, sure. No, but that's a good. Like- way, that's a good way to end it there, and we can talk deeper about this in further episodes. I want to thank all you guys for listening. I know we're all over the place today, but parenting, you know, since it's, it's tied, it's ingrained in our even the way our constitution is set up, and we'll definitely dive into that in a further episode. So thank you guys for tuning in to the American Maiden Page Show, and we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>